since it's close to the release, uh, we should give Skyscraper a watch. Right. The Rock? Uh, Skyscraper 1996 uh, with uh, Anna Cole Smith. Mm. Fuck no! But, but, fools! Hmm. The real Badgers cast. We're doing Obscure Show. You know, hopefully. Gotta find those diamonds in the rough. So, I am a rage killer, and I'm with... General Lance. How's it going, guys? It's Wolfman. God, Nards. <laughs> Nards! Uh, so, uh, let me get into the plot synopsis of this movie. A helicopter charter soon turns deadly when the female pilot finds that she is... On a building held by terrorists, it's up to her and her husband to save the hostages. This movie reminds me of another movie. I just can't think of the name of it. The it bus like, that couldn't slow down. Uh, yeah, it is kind of like speed, yeah. And uh, sudden death with Van Damme, terrorists in the the hockey rink. Yeah, it also makes me think. It also makes me think of another movie. There was like. That one guy in it who was in that, those movies, and like there's a tower, and also terror. I just can't think of the name of it. Anyways, so skyscraper. Um, well, uh, I will say that while uh, Anna Nicole did lead a tragic life in real life, in this review, we're just gonna poke. Fun at the film itself, and we might take some cheap shots, but this is for entertainment and laugh. We're just gonna pretend like she's actually still alive. She's still with us in our hearts. And boners. I think she's. I, I think Anna Nicole Smith has taken enough dicks. <laughs> Never take enough. I mean, wait, they came out wrong. So, we have to get to the whole our non-spoilery thing where we basically give general thoughts on the film and whether or not we recommend this movie or not. So, I would say, hmm, I enjoyed the film. It was cheesy and fun. And it's also kind of sad when I think about it, the fact that this movie actually was made for cable and actually had real explosions and whatnot. Because if it was made these days, it would have been CG and bad green screen. So... And Anna Cole Smith is not a very good actress, so the director and editor of this film, <laughs> for what they had to work with, they did a pretty goddamn good job. Uh, not perfect, because there's only so much you can do, but yeah, this was silly, has a bunch of TNA in it. I don't know, I would say, before we get into spoilers, yeah, I'd say if you want something cheesy and fun, go for it, but I don't know, what do you guys say? I, I kind of share the same feeling about it. I mean, it was one of those interesting celebrity hotspot stories, which tragically ended due to drugs and such. Um, this is one of those things that realized on her sudden um, financial fortune and tried to make movies out of and also take advantage of her. You know, just the simple 
exploitation and movie ripoff, so and so type of stuff. Smith's acting goes. She is a terrible actress. She can't even fake an orgasm, which um, if you stick around for the first three minutes of the movie, you'll notice. Um, yeah, I'd say pretty much tits. That's the best way that I could sum it up. Tits and explosions. Tits explosions. <laughs> All right, so skyscraper. See, I guess I could just appreciate bad movies more than some people because... I actually thought it was fairly competently done. Okay, the thing is, like, not all bad movies are created equal. So when I think of, like, celebrity vehicles, the first thing that comes to my mind is After Earth, the M. Night Shyamalan Milan movie with uh, Jaden Smith. And Will now, Smith, yeah. <laughs> okay, you got Anna Nicole Smith, another Smith. Okay, she can't really act, but I will say she has better acting range than Jaden Smith. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> I second that. Ouch! <laughs> okay, like, Anna Nicole might be constantly saying hairspace instead of airspace. Oh, oh, the... I'm heading eastbound, leaving your airspace. I'm heading eastbound. Leaving your hairspace. Leading your hairspace. <laughs> I'm headed eastbound, leaving your airspace. You know what, at least... <laughs> At least she has some emotion. Yeah, she can't fake an orgasm, but at least she sounds like she's alive. Whereas Jaden Smith sounds like somebody skinned out somebody and put it on a robot frame. You know, uh, when it comes to Skyscraper, yeah, it's Die Hard with boobs and tits explosions. Uh, but it's a lot of fun in that regard. It actually kind of, uh, it... It's a it's a rare kind of movie, I suppose. Well, it's not necessarily rare. It wasn't rare at the time, but it's rare today. It's where anything can kind of happen in this movie. It's not as formulaic as a movie today would be. And it's completely insane half the time. Uh, when it comes to Anna Nicole Smith, she is used to her fullest extent. Uh, this is another one of those shows that like you'd see on Late Night Cable, hopefully uncensored, because there's a lot... Like, when you say TNA, I mean, there's a lot of it, okay? So, you recommend it? Well, I, I gotta finish gushing about the movie first. Uh, well, we couldn't spoil it, you know. Okay, well, when I say there's a lot of it, okay, we don't actually see any uh, vaginal, but it comes very close. Uh, do I recommend it? Absolutely. Um, watch it uncensored. It's completely insane and very, very fun for it. So, yeah, 10 out of 10 on the uh, bad Shinonimer. <laughs> you rated that tit out of tit? Yep. <laughs> we move on. I didn't get a chance to give the recommend. Um, now, when I say die hard with tits, I didn't mean that pretty disparagingly. Actually, yeah, mm. she can't act worth a goddamn, and the dialogue is god-awful. I, I, I want to say that her dialogue, especially in the helicopter scenes, are like Resident Evil 1 bad. <laughs> watching it actually yeah i'd recommend watching it because as, as lots pointed out I, I i couldn't have said it better you do not see movies like this anymore you never will you're never going to see a movie like this again yeah there's real explosions they're not computer generated well i mean fuck look at anaconda 3 <laughs> and think about how fucking horrible that was even david hasselhoff couldn't fucking save that drowning turd but it's 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 Die Hard with Tits. I'd recommend it because, at the very least, they tried. And it was hilarious. 
I guess that's the best way we can Larry say it is they tried. <laughs> yeah. And you compare just compare it to After Earth, where they didn't really try. You know, where they tried to bank on Will Smith, he'll bring the people in. That's why we'll call him Cypher Rage. Oh. Well, this movie was a cash in. Does this uh, mean that? But it still had heart, which you don't really see. Like they actually it, attempted to make something entertaining while knowing they had to throw Anna Nicole's assets in there. Yeah, I mean, just all I gotta say is just compare it to After Earth. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't want to harp on that, but it's like when you compare the two, like you know, After Earth had way more money thrown at it. It had it had a big name director in Night Shyamalan. And it's, it's other dog. shit compared to Skyscraper. It really is. Thing, too, is Anna Nicole Smith, she was a Hooters girl, wasn't she? I mean, she that, that's all she was. She was just a plastic... She was idiot. a uh, Playboy playmate, I believe, and then she met some old rich guy, and they were in love. Then she and... got all of his money. But uh, but the point is, is um, uh, you know, since we're going to compare the two... Um, she wasn't bred to be an actress. Obviously, people used her for very obvious reasons. I know we used that twice in the same sentence, but for this, I think it applies quite well. But the big difference between Anna Nicole Smith and um, uh, Shyamalama Ding Dong's movie is uh, Smith, she's not an actress, so she she can kind of be forgiven for it. They did Smith. try to mask it, though. Like She's not really like in the movie a lot. They do try to focus on her, the husband character. But I'm a fucking... What's that kid's name? Will Smith's kid. Jaden Smith. His father's hairline, and he inherited his mother's acting ability. <laughs> um, fucking god-awful. I never liked that kid to begin with, and then after the Karate Kid remake, I, I, I actually hate Will Smith because of it him because since the son of a bitch owns the rights he actually allowed um uh, cobra kai to be made so if, uh, he, he's in my good graces again but Jaden and fucking willow and all those other assholes <laughs> they, they, they can you know go off a short pier so anna nicole smith yeah you know she's not an actress she there's not really a bar she does her thing and, like, as far as movies that either rip off Die Hard inspired by Die Hard, I mean, a few I can think of is, like, there was Toy Soldiers, which is Die Hard at a boarding school. Under Siege was Die Hard on a Navy battleship. Oh! As opposed to the Army battleships? Passenger 57 was Die Hard on a plane. Cliffhanger was Die Hard on a mountain. Speed, Die Hard on a bus. <laughs> At least time. these try to take different locations. You know, this is definitely uh, well, Die Hard. Well, not really in the same type of building, but still, it's in a building again. <laughs> die Hard in a building. <laughs> at least it took place in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> die Hard in a a, a small bungalow. <laughs> die Hard in the beach house. <laughs> die Hard in space. Uh, like that was um, Apollo. That was Apollo 13. <laughs> uh, you know. And then there was The Rock, which was like Die Hard and Alcatraz. <laughs> I guess this would be Die Hard 
in a skyscraper. So there you go. <laughs> so wait, Die Hard was Die Hard in a tower then. But it's not. It's not a skyscraper though. Yeah. How, how could you really break down the stereotypes? Die Hard with a helicopter. Oh wait. Die Hard with a. And then Daylight with Stallone. That was like Die Hard in a tunnel. <laughs> Die Hard uh, with a with a foreign terrorist. Oh, Die Hard where they're robbing money. Oh, what's really sad though is there's a lot of Die Hard inspired movies that ended up being better than like the the Die Hard sequels, like you know the last two at least. You know, so not even Die Hard can Die Hard anymore. <laughs> Live free or die harder. All right, Die Hard America. <laughs> Let's get into the spoilers, I guess, so we get to talk about the the beginning of the film. Well, it begins quite well, actually. You get it sets up all the major characters, but I love how it sets up Anna Nicole, though. Okay, we're just gonna skip past all the because it starts up with an action intro. You know, it's like it's, they're trying to like sell some like secret device that we never find out what it actually is. But when Anna Nicole comes out of the scene, it's literally her in a shower, and the husband character comes in, and it kind of tries to pretend like it's uh, Halloween with the first-person POV and the heavy breathing. No, that, that's after she's in the helicopter doing her oh, thing. Right. And then she goes home. Wait, 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 wait. The first-person POV? I thought that was Rage Killer. No. Breathing. Huh? What? The POV shot of him sneaking in, they get a peek on Anna Nicole in the shower. That was rage. Oh, the heavy breathing. Oh, dear. Well, they need something good to look at. Sue. Um, but yeah, it actually starts out with her in the helicopter, and then she goes home in the shower, and then she bangs her husband, and then she goes and drops them off, and she's mad, and then that stuff happens. Okay, ten points to whoever. Ten points to whoever can guess her husband's name. I actually remembered it. Oh God, um, Bob. Wink. Wait, what? The Winks. Uh, who came up with any? <laughs> I don't think it was. I'll consult the the IMDb's. <laughs> oh, her name is Carrie Wink, and he's Gordon Wink. Really? Who came up with that last name? Wink. More like if they, if, they, if they ever made a porno about her in the shower, they can call it Wink in the Pink. Oh, God. <laughs> I remember the first ten of the the first ten minutes of the movie was just her flying around in a helicopter. Yeah. And the dialogue was literally uh it, I, I don't remember what the fuck she was saying, but it was like and then there was like silence. <laughs> Copy Mongo, how you doing? <laughs> They recycle uh, footage of her in the helicopter, too, a few oh, times. Oh, it's so egregious, it's not even funny. Or it is funny. It's so egregious, it's hilarious. It was like Mortal Kombat Armageddon with rain falling into the fucking fire twice, even though... Did you guys notice the flight stick that she was using? No. Yeah, that's pretty much, it's pretty much just like a joystick. The Gravis joystick! Sweet. <laughs> And then yeah, so it's about it's actually about eleven minutes in before we see uh, Anna Nicole in the shower. And you know, I didn't know that when women take showers, they just start going, ah, ah. it's like, geez, it's like, mm, getting clean. Uh. Hey, you never know. <laughs> uh, those and of you that are too those of you that are too young to remember this, 
look up the old Irish Spring commercials. <laughs> I think that's where they got the inspiration from. <laughs> Maybe she was using that uh, herbal essence shampoo. It just makes you orgasm. No, wait. I, I could have swore it was Irish Spring. Might have been both. <laughs> it, it could have been both for all I know, because in the 80s, apparently taking a shower meant you got your rocks off. <laughs> well, <laughs> you just end up making a bigger mess trying to get clean. Anyways. So, yeah. So, he sneaks in, and then he, like, and then they kind of bone the shower, but then they, they fade out, and then they're boning it in bed, and uh, then they play the most annoying song. I'm sorry. I did not, I did not like that song they picked. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I guess they could have gone lethal weapon with the saxophone, you know? Uh, well, saxophones are in a lot of movies for sex scenes. It's a sexy saxophone, I guess. Saxophone. <laughs> so yeah, then she drops him off. Oh, wait, they had that... Com- I'm really skipping here. I forgot they had that important conversation where she's like, wants a baby. Yeah, you know, I actually didn't mind that, you know, because it gave some depth to the character versus just sex object. And he's like, no, oh, babe. That was actually pretty good. He's like, no, babe, I got my job. Because he's Which, a cop. You know, you know, we could actually, I, I actually kind of went deeper into that than I probably should have. It's like, you know, he does have a point, you know. Ball deep. Yes. But he does have a point to that because it's like, well, how are they gonna like spend time with the kids? Are they just gonna leave them at fucking, you know, a, a daycare or like a nanny? Can they afford that? So I kind of like that. It it shows some it shows some internally consistent logic in what is effectively just an erotic film. So yeah, then he's like, she's like flying him back, but she's like flying erratically. She's mad. <laughs> it's just looped footage. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the next, um, you know, we, we, after those flashbacks of their relationship of the "I want a baby," <laughs> um, we meet um, the bad guy named Fairfax, who's, um, I believe, he's South African. No, that is because I used to watch Lethal Weapon two a lot as a kid, and he's basically your Hans Gruber of the story, Spear and shit all the time, and the whole point of the story is is that he wants to get some type of a device really shift the balance of power in the world you know and, and he's already gotten all three of them so he's going for the last of them and i mean see this device it's kind of like um when vincent vega opens up the suitcase in pulp fiction you just see that glowing gold shit and you're like what is it i don't know the triforce of power he, he, he killed link and, and stole it gotta resurrect ganon you know and, and then we go to Carrie, and I mean, Carrie's whole thing is, is that, um, I mean, it would make more sense if um, fucking Gordon was a cop and she was a, heli- a police helicopter pilot, but she's just like a, a taxi service for, like, VIPs and shit, and that's all she does. He takes a couple of his goons over to a building, and I think it's called um, uh, the Stridex building. Sidex <laughs> building. Probably Sidex, not Stridex. But the whole the whole point is is that it's a skyscraper, not so much like the Nakatomi building. And I mean this is pretty much where the whole movie takes place. You know, she goes in, gets another pair of VIPs, and then this time she picks up uh Fairfax and some French guy. Um it was either Pierre or Jacques or something like that. Mr. Shrek. And that's when 
that that that's when shit goes downhill from at that point. What's kind of funny when he's uh, when they when she's shuttling the uh, villains around. Okay, you can definitely tell this is a pre nine eleven movie when they do that because like, well, I don't need you don't need to have like the address. It's like um, you do realize how much I think even for the time you'd have to have the address. You'd have to have all sorts of information about the people you're flying around, even back then. But especially now, damn. Yeah. And I don't, I don't Again, even know if you another could... example of a movie who's not going to see anymore. Yeah, because I don't I don't think you could even fly a helicopter like that through a city, especially these these days. And that's another thing I think we'll give this movie credit for. It was actually filmed in L.A. They didn't have to like film it in Bulgaria, or Romania, or. <laughs> Curious if they had a permit. Yeah, that'd be a, that's a good question. They might not have. Ed Wood when they were shooting in the street, and it's like, hey, it's the cops. <gasps> we don't have a permit. <laughs> Just pretend. And then so yeah, so then we get the scene of the terrorists that are like invading the building and stuff, and then uh, and Fabio is amongst them. Yeah. Fabio goes wrong. Oh, Fabio, Jesus. Oh yeah, let's not forget there's a, there's the Asian security card, yeah, the Asian uh, security guard that knows kung fu. And then he doesn't he gets, know it very well. Though. Yeah, he gets his ass handed to him, and then he, he, <laughs> I think, I don't know if he, I guess he died, but he got like a, he got punched in the back, and then he collapsed. You know, your Al Powell right there. The punch was so hard it stopped his heart. <laughs> he shamed the family and for, for being such so, so shit at kung fu that he just died of shame. Oh God, punched. Like the image went in my head of um uh, the guy that played Shang Tsung. Your soul <laughs> is mine. <laughs> oh, and the cops give that that goat st- that story about that goat. And I was like, um, okay then. I get the feeling that might have been a camera runaway moment. It's like they're just like just just keep rolling, you know. We'll put it in there somewhere. They're running out running out of crap, so they just put it in. And then in my notes, I put, Jimmy, no! <laughs> what What's that fucking asshole's name? Um, Facts. He meets um uh, the guy that has the fourth device. And, um, you know, he's going to go kill him. There's a big shootout. Like, uh, the, the, the guy that had the fourth device, I can't remember his name. But basically, he runs up to the roof. He's got the suitcase. He gives it to um uh, Big Tits McGee. Oh, and... Jimmy was the. Sorry, I want to touch on that. Sorry about when I said Jimmy. No, it was because that was the guy that was in the car that got rocket launched, and he like got roasted, which was in a pretty impressive scene. But then all, but like apparently he disintegrated so fast that the car door was able to shut all the way when he fell back in the car. Yeah, it, it looks kind of weird. It looks like, like he just got in the car for no good reason. We kind of are skipping around again, but oh well, we'll get better as time goes on. It's kind of like I'm um, uh, in the remake of The Omen when the guy got stuck in the car and the gasoline poured all over him, and it's like, go out the other end, asshole. That, or it's like in um, uh, Independence Day when the fire went through the car tunnel and the door was wide fucking open, and you just see the fire go by and then the lights turn out. Hey, because it, it, that yeah, so was dramatic. Yeah, I'm, uh, the, the old fart gives Big Tits McGee the suitcase. She runs around the roof and then straight out of Die Hard. Straight out of Compton, she's straight out of Die Hard. She fucking jumps off the roof with a cable attached to her. You know, she starts going down the building, like, inhumanly fast. I honestly thought 
that the movie was going to end right there because the rate that she stopped should have broken her fucking neck. Should have been Gwen Gwen Stacy'd. But that would have been a very short movie. You know, the, the the big dramatic scene where they're shooting off the rooftop at her for like 10 minutes until she figures out, you know, how to get inside the building. Just, you know, they're, they're, they've already killed everybody inside the building. She practically adopts this boy who's playing with his toys. What's kind of funny about that is this is one of those movies, once again, uh, a pre-9-11 movie, like the terrorists are... The sad part is real terrorists do act that way because, like, they literally are just killing anyone that remotely gets in their way. But, like, they just straight up shoot some random woman who you assume – this is a spoiler. You assume she's dead, right? But she's alive at the end because um, happy ending. It was the shower scene. Wait, what? The happy ending. I said that was the shower scene. Oh, yes. Although that would be very difficult to maneuver in there. It's a very small shower. Uh, Big Tits McGee flies through the window. She adopts this little boy playing with his toys and shit. And uh, Lot, she brought up a good point about how they, they did that good job of making you think that she had died earlier, but no, it's just another typical L.A. blonde. Oh, when she got shot? <laughs> uh, pretty sure she was you know, that, and, dead. Funny thing happens, and, and once again, right out of fucking Die Hard, um, but they, they did different things this time because she's going around the building setting shit on fucking fire. You know, she's just setting shit on fire and then the, the, the L.A. fire department comes down. And they finally capture, you know, if you give us a suitcase, we'll let everybody go. You know, then she sees a, one of the guys get killed, kind of like Ellis and Die Hard. You can just do nothing but compare it to Die Hard. And then he... Um, that's where the suitcase is, and um, tries to rape her or some shit like that. The movie kind of became a blur at this point. Yeah, wait, did you not forget that important plot point of the picnic scene? Need a flashback when uh, Anacle starts, you know, kicking ass and taking names. What little ass that actually is kicked by her. Uh, she flashes back to a picnic between her and the husband character. What's kind of funny is it's yet a... It, it, well, okay, it's not that shameless, actually, in my opinion. It is another... It is another... Uh, sex scene. It's a softcore sex scene. And uh, you actually see some boob grabbage in that. Looks like he's though. giving her an examination, to be honest. But the funniest thing about that, though, is it's another... It's an, it's an excuse to do that, but it's a well-thought-out excuse. It's like uh, they're flashing back to a memory that they liked, that they that they loved as part of their uh, uh, relationship. It's not just a thing. It's not just her randomly getting naked and running around the building, you know? No, let's also not forget the dork cop who gets... I think he's the only one that actually gets a kill, and Anna doesn't really get lost at the end. She gets a couple kills, I think, here and there, but yeah, there is a... Uh, I remember there. she killed um, uh, Natasha. <laughs> oh yeah, this is, of course, there's got to be a female hinch person that uh, is in it that somewhat's... Like, every character in that movie is underused, because they know they knew what they were working with. I'll tell you this, you know how I think it was mm -hmm. the lead terrorist? 
I mean, that guy sounded so phony. Like, I, I, I got to say, Anna Nicole sounded like, Anna Nicole sounded a little better than that guy. I don't know who played the, the lead terrorist, but man. He oh, was yeah. Pretty... <laughs> like, out of left field, we find out this is a high-tech building. It's been nerdified. But even the, the head nerd is like, uh, it was built where I can't crack it. Yeah, it's always kind of funny how they got to end up doing that, where there's like some sort of magic computer that controls the whole thing in the mid-90s. And since they can't... It, okay, let's see, the funny thing is like, this is another one of those uh, films where like there are no cops anywhere. And so like there's like five cops outside the building. They didn't even really need to lock it down. There was nobody there to invade it. When it comes to Skyscraper, it is a film that... It's a vehicle. It knows it's a vehicle, but it's competently done. The plot point, the entire plot can just be summed up Die Hard with booze because it is in every way a rehash of Die Hard that is entertaining in its insanity. At the end of the movie, she sloppily kicks him off the building. Oh, yeah, because of course he does that. <laughs> and then, oh, no Rolex watch to undo this time. All right. <laughs> There's that annoying little boy, that annoying little boy in the movie that's trying to save. And then at the end of the movie, when we thought that other blonde was dead, well, maybe she's a vegetable. We don't know. And she's all like, "There's your mama." And then sends a kid off. I don't know. I laughed. At, I laughed at that because I was like, "That's terrible." That little boy's mother probably is dead, or, or like I said, stuck in a coma or something. You know what's funny about that, though? I just assumed that, like, I want a baby, right? It's like, oh, well, now the mother is dead. Now she has a kid. <laughs> the end. But then ultimately, they didn't go that route. Honestly, it sounds like that was a, a that was such a bad dub job when she said that. I guarantee you, somebody at the end was like, that sounds bad. Let's change it last minute. I guarantee you, originally, she was going to end up with that kid made a hell of a lot more sense if she did adopt the kid. I wonder who complained, though. I, I really do. Because somebody complained last minute about that. Cut this shit out. It's, it makes sense. <laughs> like, Dan and Nicole, it doesn't have to make sense. At, at the end of the day, I mean, the movie doesn't even, like, stop to answer the question of how the hell a helicopter pilot a fucking marksman and you, you know like a close quarters combat expert they, they, they show that they show that um uh, yeah a, a cop trained her and she's somehow able to take down <laughs> a, a bunch of fucking terrorists one of whom is actually sas well see uh she explains it quite perfectly she says she's from texas so um that's all the reason <laughs> I, I suppose so but I mean, it doesn't. It, it never gives you that answer, you know, because there's too many sex scenes that you got to show. <laughs> you said like, it's a bad thing. She had to have a memory of that day when she learned how to fire a gun. Well, actually, she already knew because she's from Texas. And then she exactly. got. And then they had a picnic, and she got a breath examination as well. Oh, so the breath examination—that'd make a good memory for me. <laughs> Whole line. Well, excuse me for believing in Sunday walks in the park and little babies. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff Fucking of legend. Shakespeare. 
just literally Shakespearean acting. Have risen. I mean, Casablanca. Uh, fuck that skyscraper all the way. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. Shakespeare could have learned a thing or two from the screenwriter of Skyscraper. Honestly, I think uh, whoever wrote uh, the uh, Cypher Rage movie uh, could have learned a few things as well. <laughs> so the other thing that this movie does show, come to think of it, that yeah, they don't make movies like this. They also don't make henchmen like they used to. I mean, obviously there was a ripoff of the Carl character. You know, and since it's German, it's Carl with a K. You know, played by, you know, wonderfully by Alexander Goodenough. Play hard. That was the fucking Fabio guy. Mm hmm. Leather vest and no shirt. <laughs> he no, just... I, I mean, walking around dressed like the Matrix before the Matrix. You had the French guy looking like fucking Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> you know, they had to make the German a, a fucking stoner. You know, this anymore. And ironically, I looked him up because I, I, I you know, it's just like the bad guy, you know, like, he was so terrible. He was the worst in the movie. I, I looked him up because it was like, please, I hope to God he's not in anything else. That son of a bitch was on, is in German parliament. <laughs> well, uh, that explains a few things, doesn't it? He really did take over the world. But on vacation. I mean, I see plenty of bad action movies. And I don't know. I I I enjoyed this more than I expected to. <clears throat> like, because uh, it's just it, it has a charm to it that it's really kind of hard to hard to overlook. You know, it, it is so charming. It was it has a charm to it because you just will never ever ever see a movie like this again. <laughs> right. And um, it, that that that's a good thing and that's a fucking terrible thing. I mean, personally, I, I, you know, like college kids watching this can watch Anna Nicole Smith in the shower. You know, they can. <laughs> for a second, for a second, I thought you were going to say that college kids in film class could watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. I, I would I'd like to. <laughs> they, they, they can make a drinking game every time someone says chow or someone fires a fucking rocket launcher. Every time Anna Nicole has a confused look on her face. You die before the first fifteen minutes. Dead before the before the shower. <laughs> That's when she was most confused. <laughs> so basically, hair space. I think the reason why Fabio went bad is well, he couldn't believe it wasn't butter, and then someone told him it was. Well, isn't the, isn't the the tagline of this movie "Watch and Nicole get high"? <laughs> she wasn't getting high; she was high to begin with. <laughs> Is this movie better or worse than Mortal Kombat Annihilation? It's better. It's not as painful as Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Hmm. I think we've said all we need to say. I guess since none of us have seen the uh, one with the rock in it, we can now watch that one and figure out which one's actually better. <laughs> Could the rock one be worse? I don't know. I mean, the rock certainly isn't as attractive as... Uh... <laughs> And Nicole Smith. Bigger boobs. <laughs> yeah, but see, those are pecs. I like the fatty tissue. Just see, the Rock really is a pretty damn good actor. He definitely has gotten better in recent years. So, 
Okay, so that sums up Skyscraper. Sum it up. I'd recommend it. Um, don't expect, you know, really, really good things out of this movie. Yeah, once again, Die Hard with Tits. Well, I mean, there are people who love bad movies, good bad movies. And I, I'd say this is definitely a fun bad movie. I wasn't expecting to be entertained as much as I was. I was like, oh, God. It, it, it was definitely a good bad movie. I thought it was going to be like, yeah. And I think that's what it aimed to be, too. I don't think it was trying to take itself too seriously. They're like, well, we got Nicole. She wants to, I don't know if she wanted to be an actress or she, or, or she signed some agreement or what, but they were like, we had to have her in this action movie. Let's see. And I think they worked around it the best they could. A bag of coke on the set and she wandered on. Topless, <laughs> <laughs> how many scenes? Only yeah. two. She did seem to have better acting than Naked Gun 33 and 3rd, so. Movie is forever tainted by fucking O.J. Simpson. Well, you gotta separate uh, the actor from the character. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, every time uh, Nordberg gets hurt, I cheer. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, hey, Le- Leslie Nielsen, God bless that man. Yeah. And I think they, the Naked Gun movies have aged well. The first one is still just as funny. Mm-hmm. The second one here and there, even even Leslie Nielsen was like, no. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that sums up uh, Skyscraper 1996. My name is Lolita. And, um... I'm not supposed to play with boys. Chill out. 